0: Boys. Good to hear. I've been Hi, my name is Nick Clark and you're listening to Hill Life. Uh, this is a podcast series where we'll talk to members of the Hill community. And today, for our first episode, we're speaking with none other than our school captain, Dion Whitfield. Thanks Clarky, great to be here. First cab off the rank. So my first question, Dion, is when did you first arrive here on the hill? Yeah, so I came to
1: Scotch Boarding in, uh, at the start of Year 11, which was in 2021 so, um, and then I did the Year 12 last year, so this is my third year of boarding this uh, year in the capacity as school captain, so it's pretty, pretty exciting. Very exciting. Okay, and um, where are you from, who's your mob? Yeah, so I came to boarding from Armidale in New South Wales, which is a small country town at the top of uh, northern New South Wales. Um, about 25,000 people live there. Um, so yeah, I've lived in Armidale since I was in primary school, but originally my family come from Moree, which is about three hours um, northwest of Armidale still in New South Wales and um yeah that's on Camilleroy land so my family are descendants from the Camilleroy people of northern New South Wales and um
0: yeah thank you now that's great and if I visited Armidale your hometown at the moment what are some local spots that you would suggest that I go and see
1: yeah um well it's pretty famous for having the University of New England which is um yeah one of the biggest regional universities in Australia um, I guess geographically there's a lot of, it's high country, so um, one of the highest cities in Australia. So there's Well
0: Google told me it was the highest city, altitude wise, in Australia.
1: <laughs> yeah that's right, so um, yeah, waterfall, a lot of waterfalls, Dangersley Falls, um, a lot of beautiful national parks and yeah, natural scenery which is nice,
0: it's probably where I'd take you. It <laughs> seems like it'd be right up your alley. Yeah, waterfalls, <laughs> I love waterfalls. <laughs> Okay, um, and when you arrived here, what would you say most surprised you about our school or when you started attending classes here?
1: Uh, I guess it was su- surprising, but I guess a good, good thing in a way was the uh, diversity of people. Um, you meet people even in your own house from you know, all across the world, um, which is pretty cool but um, also people from right across regional Victoria and, and New South Wales and the country as well. So, yeah, the diversity of people that you're interacting with on a daily basis, um, yeah, was something that was something that I didn't really expect, but yeah, I'm happy that it worked out that way. And yeah, these are people that you probably wouldn't otherwise interact with, you know, if you weren't put in this boarding environment. So. Um, yeah it brings people together and it forces people to interact and um yeah i think that's the beauty of you know life on the hill
0: that's a great point yeah it really does force people to interact and then from there you know you find ways to live together and kind of learn life skills you know the hard way and yeah i remember walking into arthur robinson house and seeing the map of the world you know and um petrus from singapore and um, boys from all over the world as you say
1: Yeah, no, that's right. I think, um, yeah, we're really proud of, you know, us boys and staff on the hill that we're an inclusive and open community. And, yeah, we really celebrate and welcome people from all different um, backgrounds, which is important. 100%. Because, you know, it reflects our society at the end of the day, and that's important.
0: Yeah, I mean, we sort of talk about Melbourne and Australia being very multicultural, um, you know and, and you and I have had conversations too about in terms of the past you know Aboriginal society thousands of years ago is quite sort of multicultural in that in that sense as well.
1: Yeah that's right I think um, you know over 350 language groups uh, even before 1788 so mm. yeah um, Australia was definitely a multicultural country even before colonization and um, yeah the fact that there's even more people of, from different backgrounds um, all over the world is, yeah, something that we should be um, celebrating and something that should be lauded and embraced. And
0: we do that pretty well on the hill, I, I must say. I think so too. Yes, thank you. Okay, so my next question is, what's one thing that we would never guess about you? Um,
1: I'll have a think.
0: You were yawning before. You told me, yeah, yeah, you've been in the junior school this morning, and yeah, then the that, prefects yeah. spoke yeah, at yeah. assembly today. Like, yeah.
1: I guess, yeah. Um, people are always, or certainly in the role of school captain, mm. people are asking me, oh, how do you fill in your day? You know, you don't do any classes. You know, what, what do you do throughout the whole day? But I, I am pretty busy, um, and yeah, if I, if I aren't, am. If I'm not filling in my time myself, there's certainly other people that that will fill it in for me pretty quickly. So yeah, this morning I was uh, up in the junior school for their Year Six leaders presentation assembly. Then I was having meetings with Mr. Brown. Then the prefects' tie ceremony mm-hmm. this morning. Had a um, mentor come in and talk to me, talk to me as well. And now I'm doing this in the afternoon. So mm-hmm. yeah, I guess people wouldn't guess that I'm. Actually, pretty busy, You're busy <laughs> and got yeah. a lot to do. That's what we wouldn't guess about you. <laughs> and there's only family. one year to do it, so yeah. it's always go go go. But it's a good busy, and um, yeah, I, uh, I like when, it. <laughs> that's
0: great. Yeah, I remember when I started here, and I was like, wait a second, the school captain is repeating like year twelve. It was something that I hadn't sort of come across before in schools that I had yeah. worked or gone to. But um, yeah, I can see how it, it works. And as you say, we've certainly got enough stuff. You to do
1: exactly even like last night in prep um, I don't have to study I've got that freedom of just going around mm-hmm. and having a chat to the boys and I was just thinking to myself and told some of the staff, you know this this is, feels good I don't have to yeah. there's no stress or no worry so um, yeah although it's pretty busy um, yeah life on the hill is gives me a bit of a break which is nice
0: you are doing two subjects though, yeah. You're doing yeah Australian history, Philos- yeah, and philosophy. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah so, um, yeah, decided to you know continue my education in that way, um, and yeah, got my hands pretty full with those subjects. But mm. yeah, as I said before, there's no pressure, and um, yeah, just really going in the into those classes um, for the fun of it, to enjoy it, and and to um, you know, we are at a school after all, so mm. to still learn is, is important.
0: <laughs> and that's learning at its best, isn't it? When you're going in just to learn something and to enjoy it, yeah. you're not too worried about what your study score is or yeah. your SAC so. ranking and any of that stuff. And, yeah, those are subjects
1: that I'm really interested in and want to be there, so I think that helps as well.
0: Yeah. OK. So um, all borders are tough, mentally tough, um, resilient... I think it's a necessary condition of being a border that, um, that you have that sort of resilience. But I'm interested in how you manage um, and what have been some of the hardest times on the hill for you over these last couple of years.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, as a, it kind of all goes back to uh, the people that you're around. Um, so, yeah, getting to know um, people and staff, boys from uh, all over the the world is... You know, kind of helps you um
0: like a perspective or something
1: yeah it provides a perspective um, because you know that you're not the only one in that situation mm-hmm. and you know we're all put in you know the kind of the same situation in terms of coming into boarding leaving mm-hmm. our home leaving our families behind and in a completely um foreign or new environment so yeah it provides perspective and you know that there are other boys that you that are going through this, some of the same challenges, but mm. at the same time you know that there's a lot of support out there. Um, so yeah, I guess on a personal level, yeah, some of the hardest times were probably during COVID when my mm. family were in Western Australia, yeah. and um, yeah, they had and some that of the was they had closure. some of the hardest border restrictions in the country. So um, yeah, didn't really see a lot of them over that two-year period so yeah that was pretty hard but um, yeah I credit um, the support that I had on the hill and from my guardians here at Scotch the Shearers for um, supporting me through that time and yeah and really I think embracing the opportunity that you you know you get here and throwing yourself into um, different opportunities is one way that you can kind of
0: alleviate those pressures and yeah And just in terms of like knowing yourself, how would you know or how are you become aware that, that, that you're sort of in need of some extra support in, in particularly challenging times? what are some sort of red flags for yourself?
1: Yeah, um, I guess stress, um, yeah, maybe staying or falling a little bit behind on schoolwork and yeah, yeah not. Um, not really being as active around the house in terms of talking to boys and yeah kind of sticking in staying away in your room and you know not not opening up or talking to anyone. Yeah. So yeah that's really what I try to do.
0: Okay so when you noticed say last year at some when you're a bit behind in your schoolwork, you're kind of withdrawing from people as you say you're staying in your room um, like who did you sort of reach out for uh, reach out to for support? yeah well, I think firstly,
1: the boys in my year level, okay, so yeah. the year twelves, we were all going through that v c e yeah. experience, if you like. so um, yeah, we kind of had a lot of fun in the in the communal spaces in the house in the year twelve room, and we kind of, yeah, didn't let didn't talk about schoolwork, but just talked about life and mm. um, yeah, tried to enjoy our time that way,, uh, but I think also having, you know, uh, suppers in house managers, in our house managers, um, you know, in the rec room was, yeah, really pivotal and really important part for all of us boys to, get out of our rooms and interact with one another in the houses Mm. so
0: um yeah yeah so a bit of a paradox there is you feel like just retreating to your room and not being around other people but actually the way through those challenging times is to get out of your room and go to supper and and be around other people who are in similar situation
1: yeah for me it was and I think also yeah the other staff on the hill as well you've obviously got yourself as hill psychologist for people that might be you know finding it that little bit harder Um, and you know the health centre staff if you're Mm. physically um, you know inhibited but um, yeah yeah, there's I think it's just reassuring to know that everyone on the hill is on your side on your team and you know you've got a plethora of different networks and supports that you can
0: rely on. That's a good point about the nurses because often stress does manifest in headaches Mm. and stomach aches and sort of physical problems as well. All right, I want to turn our conversation now to influential people in your life. So yeah, as we sit here today, who are some of the people in your life who have been uh, influential?
1: Yep. Yeah. so I guess for me, my grandparents, they've been, played a pr- pretty pivotal role in shaping who I am, the values that I get, um, and yeah, the person that I am today, um, in particular my, my grandfather, Steve, he's been a pretty, you know, played a pretty important role in our local community and, um, yeah, he's someone that works hard and, yeah, kind of has rubbed, that's rubbed off a, a little bit on me, if you mm-hmm. like, and, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm someone, I think, that works hard and tries to do the best by
0: people around me. and Steve is coming to Melbourne for a rotary function is that right in
1: yeah so he'll be down later on in the year so
0: around the time of reconciliation week
1: yeah that's right so um yeah we'll try and get him into
0: school yeah that's right Steve if you're listening we're gonna try and get you to come into school and (laughs) and speak to some students Uh,
1: absolutely so yeah that's um an exciting time that'll be his first time here at Scotch so that's pretty cool um but also yeah I come uh the, how I got to Scotch was through the Yvonne Goolagong Foundation. She's um, yeah, one of the greatest tennis players of all time, mm-hmm. um, also of Indigenous heritage. But yeah, she's done a lot um, on the international stage, um, certainly through her tennis, but also um, off the court as well in terms of running the Yvonne Goolagong Foundation and yeah. um, trying to improve education and health outcomes for young Aboriginal mm-hmm kids across the country. So, um, yeah, I guess her hard work and her demeanor of being humble and grounded is something mm-hmm. that I try to embody a little bit and, yeah, do my best um, knowing that she's given me this opportunity and, yeah, try and pay it forward, I guess.
0: Yeah, cool. hundred percent. Yeah, something that... Um, sort of been on my mind a bit at the start of the school year now we're talking about how old scotch is as a school at 171 years old you know we're the oldest continuing secondary college in the state yeah. uh, We scotch college is almost as old as the state of victoria itself correct. and that is a long time 170 years however when you put it in the context of um, indigenous culture and history of the, sort of the 60,000 years of um, Indigenous culture and history, 171 years is not so long. We've got trees, someone pointed out to me last year, trees on our riverbank that predate white settlement. And sometimes I think, imagine uh, the changes that those trees have seen uh, yeah. on this bit of, of um, well, Wawundjeri land. Um, so just while we're talking about this stuff, I wonder, could I ask you, you know, your thoughts on the, our hope and goal to sort of reconcile these yeah. two histories and cultures of the Australia since 1788 and the, the sort of the 60,000 years of Aboriginal history yeah. that we have already.
1: Yeah, I think that, um, as you said, we're in a pretty special time in, in Scotch's history, 171 years old, you know, only our 10th principal this year. So I think with that, um, there's a you know, special opportunity to embrace um, certainly yeah, Aboriginal First Nations um, history and culture. And I think if we, um, as a community, can you know, find a, a place for the Scotch traditions, but also embracing the 60,000 years um, of Aboriginal culture, then that will really put us in, in good stead to ensure that we're, um, as a school, you know, going to sustain, sustain this school. So I think, um, yeah, it's... And what I always tell people is that, you know, once you embrace and understand um, Aboriginal culture, you don't lose that 234 years of, um, you know, white Australia, you gain 60,000 years of Aboriginal history. So, um, yeah, I think given the context and the position that we're in as a school right now I think it's um, yeah couldn't be more important or the right time to uh, embrace our two cultures embrace our two histories and um, yeah move forward together walking
0: and working together for a better future for all in the community. Here, here. I think that's mm-hmm. I love that vision. Um, so changing tact again uh, my next question was you've completed your VCE you've got your ATAR, you've got into a course at the University of Melbourne that you've um, deferred, Having, how does that feel now that all that behind you, you know the study scores and ATARs and
1: Yeah, um, I think it's reassuring to know that, you know, the hard work does pay off, so for the Year 12s listening, mm. keep working hard and, you know, all will be good in the end, but um, yeah, it's just uplifting to know that you know, if you do the work, if you work consistently, then you will get the results. Um, but in saying that, it's not all about the results. Um, and there are alternative pathways for kids that, um, you know, want to want to do well. Having said that, yeah, it feels, as I was saying earlier, it feels, yeah, pretty... A bit of a relief. Yeah, it is a relief. Um, and yeah you can kind of sit back and reflect with the benefit of hindsight i guess that Mm. yeah although the vce you know isn't everything um i think it really teaches people um a lot of life lessons if you like you know discipline uh things won't always go your way but it's about how you um how you keep you know getting up turning up putting one foot in front of the other and um yeah so i think it is about life lessons and discipline really
0: that's a good point about bouncing back because i remember having conversations with you up in, on the hill you know some days you had two sacks in a day or three mm-hmm. sacks and you were pretty stressed but um yeah whether you get a result that you're happy with or not the, you've got to keep going you know there's, yeah. another, there's another thing coming and yeah. and i think that was one of your strengths is that even sometimes when you had had the disappointing sack result you were like, uh, on to the next thing.
1: Yeah, no, that's right, and that's something that I, you know, told the boys in my address, my school captain's address, um, in the first week of school was that, you know, it's not about the results; it's about how you bounce back. If you've got the heart, the ticker to keep going, then that's yeah. something that will, um, yeah, last way beyond the VCE and mm-hmm. go take a lot of boys a long way in life.
0: Yeah, right point. What talking about the VC though? What can I ask you? What's your best study tip? Yeah, um, I think.
1: Can we go tips? Tips. Okay. Your,
0: what are your best? Study yeah. Tips? Well,
1: I think definitely um, might be a cliche, but it, or it goes without saying, but definitely using your teachers more. Mm. Um, you know that they're there to help you. That's what they're. Um, therefore, they want to. Um, Yeah, they want to see everyone in their class do well, so using that resource um, in particular is something that I can't stress enough. I think also just working consistently um, throughout the year um, is something that is important, not just studying the night before a sack or um, the night before, you know, the week before the exam. It's about consistency. Um, I said, you know, the VCE is not a marathon. Um, It's not a sprint, but it's a marathon. So um, yeah, it's about that consistent and gradual um, studying grind, if you like. But um, yeah, one little quote or little frame picture that I had was um, studying equals student plus dying. So yeah, studying if you're not feeling great, then you know that you're doing the right thing. So Okay, cool. So if you're not feeling great, you're you're doing the
0: right thing. Student plus dying equals studying. So yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So it's sort of like the no pain, no gain. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. all right. So I've only got two questions left for you. The next one is, what's your number one goal for your remaining time here? Yeah. Well, first and foremost, I just want to enjoy
1: it. I'm Mm. here for one more year. very lucky to be here for another year for that for that matter but um yeah enjoying it embracing all aspects of our school not just the senior school but those in the junior school and the old scotch um, network as well so really trying to bring all three components of our school together to um yeah um build what build upon what it is to be part of this scotch family and um yeah work hard um, and certainly work in collaboration with the prefects to um, achieve some, some common goals. So, yeah, whether it's in the environment, um, school culture, or you know, mental health, wellbeing, and resilience, we're um, really looking at providing some positive initiatives that boys can get around, and um, that will build
0: the school culture and make the school a better place. Oh, great. Um, and my last question, we've heard our new principal, Dr Marsh, talk about this idea of service and um, servant leadership. Mm-hmm. So my last question in that context is, how will Scotch be a better school because you're here?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, Thanks. <laughs> well, I'm sh- I'll leave it to others to kind of judge how successful I've been. But um, I think, yeah, I, that idea of service um, Another thing that I said the other day was you know service to others is a gift to oneself, mm. and I think um, what I mean by that is that um, we 've got to appreciate firstly appreciate um, what others before us have done, old Scotch collegians and members of the scotch family, what they've done to provide the infrastructure and the the environment that we 've got here now, but also we 've got a duty to pay that forward and Um, yeah I guess being school captain is just one capacity in which I can give back and serve my school but um, yeah I think you don't just have to be a prefect or a school captain or a leader Um, I think that there's a role for everyone and a responsibility for all that attend this school to um, make it a better place
0: in some small way shape or form 100% All right, this was a great chat Dion thanks for your time thanks for having me Pleasure, and um, I hope uh, that people listening have learned something from you, um, and please do stay tuned for episode two of Hill Life that we'll, we will record and release in the near future. And remember, the most important conversation you have is the one you have with yourself. bow our Heads with Grace Dear Lord, we give thanks for the opportunity to come together. as a new community to share. and you. We give thanks to all
1: those
0: behind the scenes so that we can attend this school. need thanks to the staff, to our parents, and family, members, and to all those who make sacrifice sacrifices so that we have the opportunity to attend this God's promise. Dear Lord, thanks for you. Amen. Amen.